0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well. Wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I hope you are staying warm. I think at least part across most of America it's pretty chilly these days with the possible exception of places like Florida. But we won't talk about that right now, especially if you're somewhere up, say like Montana or Idaho, and the temperature is negative 30. Oh, Lord help. God be with y'all. <laughs> uh, thank you, God, for wood stoves and heaters, right? Fireplaces. That is, if you can't tell, that's what's going on on the homestead right now. It's dealing with cold temperatures, ice, little bit of snow or ice, depending on how you look at it. Not a lot. Mostly just cold. I can tell you right now the animals, from the dogs to the cats to the chickens, they're not impressed, and I'm sure the cattle aren't either. My father and I were just discussing whether we needed to break ice on tanks today or not. At any rate, for those of y'all that are here, thank you. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcasts with others, thank you. Y'all help it to spread a great deal. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love and your mercy, your grace, your forgiveness of sins. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast, Father. Thank you for those that share it with others. Be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, protect them. Surround us all with your angels, Lord. Help us to do your will. Be with those who are out in the cold across the country, whether it's because they don't have a home to go to, or whether there are police, our law enforcement, our firefighters, our military who are out there protecting us and keeping us safe. Help us to do our part, Lord, to protect them. Help us to support them, encourage them. And perhaps most of all, Father, help us to elect leaders who will help turn our nation back to you. To strengthen the positions of those in those positions, our military, our firefighters, our law enforcement, to make our communities safer and stronger. And God, my words, your Father, your Son's name we pray. Amen. I wanted to read a quote on the last podcast to reread it just to kind of hammer home the point that if we don't have basically universal Christian values across the country, then we're going to lose our nation, which is exactly what you see, folks, in real time today. It's not hard to look out there and see. We're not losing our nation because we have too many people that follow God and Jesus Christ. And we have those principles in our government and our policies and our laws, our, our constitutions, our schools, law enforcement, our marriages, our family lives. That's not why we're losing pretty much all of these things. We're losing them because we don't have the principles of Christ. We've rejected God and we've, we've taken those principles out of our daily lives. This is a letter from 1813 to Thomas Jefferson by John Adams. We've read this quote pretty recently, I think, so hopefully it'll ring a few bells with y'all. It's definitely one of the ones that needs to go on the everyday podcast, which I'm still working on, folks. I promise I'm getting there. The general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the only principles in which that beautiful assembly of young gentlemen could unite, talking about the founding fathers. And what were these general principles? I answer, the general principles of Christianity, in which all these sects were united. And the general principles of English and American liberty in which all these young men united, and which had united all parties in America in majorities sufficient to assert and maintain her independence. Now I will avow that I then believe, and now believe, that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God, and that those principles of liberty are as unalterable as human nature and our terrestrial, mundane system. You can't have liberty without God. And as soon as you start to try and change those principles of liberty, those principles of God, you lose liberty. And the only way, the only way that we can unite in America across political parties for any real length of time, for any any serious achievement, is to unite based on those principles. You don't have to be Christian in order to be American, but if you aren't willing to follow those principles of Christ as an American, regardless of whatever faith you claim, then the country's going to fall apart, and it's going to be just like other places around the world. It's actually, it's going to be worse. It'll be an evil just almost unlike anything we've seen before because we will have been, we will have completely snuffed out that light that has been a light to the rest of the world, a beacon, a city on a hill shining to the rest of the world because of Jesus Christ. And man, how great, how great will that darkness be. So we're going to spend the rest of the podcast kind of reading through just some, this is going to be more of a compilation podcast, which we've not, it seems like we're doing quite a few of these this year, which is fine. This is... George Washington, well, it's a quote by Eisenhower, yeah, I got that backwards, I'm sorry, I just saw the name that popped in my head. This is a a quote from President Eisenhower for his first presidential inauguration in 1953. This is where I got George Washington. He took the oath of office on two Bibles, uh, one used by George Washington in 1789 at his inauguration, and one given to him by his mother when he graduated from West Point. This is the prayer that he offered. My friends, before I begin, the expression of those thoughts that I deem appropriate to this moment Would you permit me the privilege of uttering a little private prayer of my own? And I ask that you bow your heads. Almighty God, as we stand here at this moment, my future associates in the executive branch of government join me in beseeching that thou will make full and complete our dedication to the service of the people in this throng and their fellow citizens everywhere give us we pray the power to discern clearly right from wrong and allow our words and actions to be governed thereby and by the laws of this land especially we pray that our concern shall be for all the people regardless of station race or calling may cooperation be permitted and be the mutual aim of those who under the concepts of our constitution Hold to differing political faiths so that all may work for the good of our beloved country and thy glory. Amen. I underlined differing political faiths here when I was reading this quote because, and I don't, I didn't have the quote. I can't find it. I can't even remember who said it. We've read it a couple times on this podcast, <clears throat> but it talks about the fact that the only reason that people of other faiths can come to America and receive asylum, receive freedom and liberty is because we are a Christian nation based on those principles of Christ. You don't see that anywhere else. Everywhere else you see any true liberty, you're going to find those principles of Jesus Christ. And everywhere you see those principles of liberty extended to people of differing political faiths, as Eisenhower said here, you're going to see that based on those principles of Christ. You can't have it without Christ. That's one of the things that just drives the left mad. Is, is the baseline truth that any time any single person out there is doing anything good, they're following the principles of Christ. doesn't matter what their faith is, doesn't matter what their ethnicity, their background, their political ideology. The only time they can do something worthy of being called good is when they're following the principles of Christ. And the only time anybody or or every time anybody does something bad immoral they're going against those principles of Christ and that never changes it doesn't matter if you're in Australia or China Japan Nigeria Colombia Canada Germany England Russia it doesn't matter it Those two fundamental truths are always true in every time, in every place. Every climb and place. Next one is a quote from Zachary Taylor, his 12th president. Just a little side note here again. I always feel like I need to do this, folks. America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations, Founder's Bible by the Wall Builders Association, uh, Patriot's Bible edited by Dr. Richard Lee, and America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations is by William J. Federer. Can't recommend enough that you get a hard copy of each of those books if you're able to at all. It's uh, They're phenomenal resources. They're something that you can pass on to your kids if you don't read it so much that it falls apart, you know, and you have to buy a new one, but... Great, great resources. Zachary Taylor, 12th president. It was for love of the truths of this great book that our fathers abandoned their native shores for the wilderness. Animated by its lofty principles, they toiled and suffered till the desert blossomed as a rose. The same truths sustained them in their resolutions to become a free nation. And, guided by the wisdom of this book, they founded a government under which we have grown from 3 million to more than 20 millions of people. And from being but a stock on the borders of this continent, we have spread from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Every time I read that, it just astounds me that we've allowed ourselves to be tricked, lied to, by the left that this country was founded on anything other than the principles of Christ. That the 1947 Supreme Court idea of separation of church and state is is anything but wholly wrong, potentially malevolently so, but, but wrong, whether it's out of ignorance or malevolence by accident or by design, right? It's completely wrong. It was for love of the truths of this great book, the Bible, that our fathers abandoned their native shores for the wilderness. The same truths sustained them in their resolutions to become a free nation. And guided by the wisdom of this book, they founded a government under which we have grown. You can't have America without these principles of Christ, the the teachings that you find in the Bible. It's again, folks. It, it goes back so often, ties into education. There is a reason that a number of people out there today do not want. our children taught the Bible because it makes them easier to enslave. You go back to Horace Greeley's quote, it's impossible to mentally or socially enslave a Bible-reading people. There are a number of people who don't want the Bible taught because they don't want children to be discerning. They don't want them to understand the truth. They don't want them to be able to sift through history for themselves and think for themselves. The Bible should absolutely be the bedrock principal textbook of our public schools. And and that's no, that's doesn't infringe upon anyone's religious liberties in any manner. Because this is a Christian nation. And in order to strengthen a Christian nation, you have to teach Christian principles found in the Bible first and foremost. And so if you want to be Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu, you absolutely can be. But as a public school system, with the goal, the goal of public education has to be to strengthen the nation. And you can't do that if it's not based on the Bible. Just, just look at what's going on today. Not merely the condition of our schools, but the condition of the citizens that we produce from those schools. If you're lucky enough to live in an area where you still have even somewhat of a decent public school, Dig into it, and you will find at the heart of that school are still the principles of Christ. Somehow, some way, those teachers, those educators, those administrators, and counselors are able to put those principles into action. And everywhere that a school is failing, whether it's already failed and it's just miserable in a failed condition, or whether it's a once great school that's slowly crumbling, you will find a direct correlation to to the removal of those principles of Christ. The decline in the school will be directly tied to the decline in Christian principles One last one, Frederick Douglass. This is from his 1852 speech. What to the slave is the 4th of July? The declaration of independence is the ring bolt to the chain of your nation's destiny. So indeed, I regard it. The principles contained in that instrument are saving principles. Stand by those principles be true to them on all occasions, in all places, against all foes, and at whatever cost. Isn't it interesting? (laughs) And, And when you read more, and I'm not a... Frederick Douglass expert but when you the little bit I've read you see him tied back to those those principles of Christ again but isn't it interesting that a man that actually had to live and deal with slavery regarded our declaration of independence and the principles therein that all men were created equal Compare that to what you hear today from people that claim to be against racism. God bless y'all, your families, your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon.